yes, you remember that beat? That beat from Paul McCartney. That album was coming up. Well, actually, I've been corrected on that a few times. It may not have been coming up. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about Paul McCartney, that old funky music from the 80s and 90s, the Jersey Shore, and how you used to win music on various different medias to bring home. And we have a special guest, and his name is Bruce, and he's my stepson. We'll be right back, right after the intro, on this episode of Microbreak. This is Micro Break with your host, Michael J. Mayone, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Micro Break. I am your host, Michael J. Mayone. As always, thank you so much. For joining us on this episode. Like I mentioned in the intro, I have a special guest. His name is Bruce. He is my stepson on my wife's side. Say hello to the audience, Bruce. Hey, everybody. How you doing? He's a little younger than me, probably a little smarter in many ways, too, especially when it comes to music. Oh, it could be. Could be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we were just listening to uh, some Spotify, and I'd be like, who's this? And he'll tell you, and it's like it be the most obscure song, right? and and you'll figure out who the heck is singing the song. It's pretty... Yeah. That's a skill. Now, there is one thing that Bruce wants to let you know, so I'll tell you for him. He friggin' loves, loves, loves the Beatles. And so much so that he knows more about the Beatles than they do about themselves. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) So we were talking, uh, reminiscing a little bit, we were talking about a Paul McCartney tour. Like, I want to get this right. You're telling me, he's how old? He's 78 now. He's 78 years old. Yeah. And you're telling me that he's about to start yet another tour is that well i think he went on tour last year for a little while all right Um, so he toured when he was still 78 years old yeah still in his 70s like the rolling stones yeah (laughs) they're still going as far as i know i guess i guess covid has probably knocked his uh his touring down quite a bit yeah yeah just opening a beer folks (laughs) it's all over the uh board now (laughs) perfect Uh, we were talking about Paul McCartney, and I mean, he's still kicking at 78. And your mom and I always talk about singers that don't know when to quit. And there's a few out there, sadly, that should stop singing. And I, I think there's a, I don't even want to really call them out because there's a lot of fans of some of these artists. I won't say their name like Billy Joel. I won't say that out loud like Elton John. I wouldn't say those names out loud. Yeah. But they don't know when to quit. And it's like they sing now and they do concerts, and I get it. People recognize the songs, but you can barely hear them. They turn the music way up. But last time I heard Paul McCartney, as an older person sing, he actually was pretty good. I mean, when was the last time he put out a a studio album? Well, it was actually um, Egypt Station in 2018, so only two years ago. But now, see, folks, I just want you to know I'm the one in front of the computer. Yeah. Bruce just knew that off the top of his head. Yeah, and then he, he's going to have a, another album in December of 2020, McCartney <laughs> that's, 3, that's so which is 40 years after his McCartney 2. I told you, folks, I told you. And then his first McCartney was in 1970, so the first two were 10 years apart, and now it's 40 years since the second one. Oh, my God. Well, well I, it's as Bruce is telling you this, he's sitting... 
He's not cheating here. No. I just brought this up, yeah. and the landing page at paulmccartney.com, and we'll have the link in the show notes below, but the landing page says, new studio album out December 11th. Instruments and voices by Paul McCartney, produced and composed by Paul McCartney, and it was made in Rockdown? What is Rockdown, Bruce? Do you know? Oh, well, that's that's like his word for lockdown during the COVID thing. He was by himself just making this music. So oh. I guess he, he, was, he was just making it for fun, I guess, at first. And now he's deciding to put it out. So Rockdown instead of Lockdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. slick. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so. So his music is pretty much endless. I cannot believe. I mean, between he had, let me see, how many bands was he in? Of course, solo career. Yeah, uh, well, Wings. Wings, yep. In the 70s. In the 70s. The Beatles, obviously. Yeah, Hello. <laughs> Anybody else? Any other bands that were missing? Obscure bands of any kind? Or is that pretty much it? No, it's pretty much just him by himself. Him by himself. Besides those two bands. And what is this e- Egypt Station? Is this the new one? or No, that was the one from 2018. That's the one from 2018. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's the newest one out until McCartney 3. I'd say opening and, station, I don't know. Yeah, those are the tracks come, on that. Come on to me. That's like the intro. We yeah. can't, we got to watch copyright, but that's kind of like the intro to it. Yeah, it's not really a song. It's just um, just oh, a little sound effects. It's, it's literally sound effects. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's supposed to be like like a station sound effects. Wow. Let's see what this here. I, this is, uh, I think, probably, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You know what it is? I don't know how to use the player on the website, oh. and I'm like afraid that it's going to play too much and it's going to get tagged for copyright. Yeah, don't don't need that. So I want to talk a little bit more about Paul McCartney in the second half and in his career, and get a little bit more insight from a huge fan uh, that Bruce is, and get into your mind a little bit more, Bruce. So when we come back on part two, we're going to talk about the first album that I ever purchased by Paul McCartney and. And Bruce can correct me on it, too, because I'll probably screw up the information on it. But we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back with the second half of Micro Break. And, of course, I am here with my stepson. Sounds so weird when you say stepson. Step off, son. My stepson, Bruce. The, uh aficionado for Paul McCartney and the Beatles as a whole. And we are talking about Paul McCartney, about his latest album. We're talking about some of the past stuff he's done. And I wanted to talk about me going down the shore. In Jersey, we always say going down the shore, no matter where you live. So if the beaches and the boardwalks are south of you, or if they're north of you, depending on where you live, you say, going down the shore. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember the stands with the wheels? They probably still have them. That uh, you can win albums. Yeah. In the, oh gosh, this has got to be, I guess it was in the 80s. This album just came out, the album by Paul McCartney with the song coming up on it, like that intro that we were listening to, which by the way was not Paul McCartney. It's a guy that calls himself Ginger Root. And uh, (laughs) we just let a a little snippet of that come through. But do you remember what year that album came out and what it was actually called? I mean, I'm looking at his discography here online, but it's so massive. Yeah, that was actually called McCartney 2. It came out in 1980. McCartney 
Two, yeah. 1980. So I always thought the album was called Coming Up. Yeah, what has Coming Up on it? But. All right, Paul McCartney 2 remastered in 2011. Let's see if that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Temporary Secretary, Yet Waterfalls. Wow, you know what? I don't remember most of these songs. I guess if I heard them, I would probably remember. Yeah. So this was a remastered version of the album in 2011. Yep. Uh, Concord Music Group. Yeah, so I remember having to select between cassette, vinyl, and they still... <laughs> And eight, eight track. tracks. Yeah. So what I ended up doing, because I still had an eight-track player at the time. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember eight-track players, Bruce? Yeah, I remember them. From what? Did you own one? I think uh, the family did. Oh, like I found them. I found old tapes in the basement. But I didn't have one myself because I was already on tape, regular cassettes and CDs by then. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I had one that it supported quadraphonic sound. I've heard of so that. So it actually had four distinct separate channels instead of just stereo, and it wasn't surround sound because that didn't exist quite yet, at least for home use. And each speaker would play different instruments very distinctly. Yeah. And I remember having the best of bread. Mm, yep, I heard of bread. <laughs> And I also had the album Mad Love by Linda Ronstadt. Okay. And then I was going to also pick Paul McCartney on 8-track, this album, Paul McCartney 2. And the guy said, do you have an 8-track in your car? And I'm like, no, of course not. I have it at home. He says, well, if you want to listen to this in your car, you should get cassette. I'm like, yeah, we got a cassette in the car. I'll get a cassette. I didn't even think back then. So so those are the albums I won. I, I, I had a really good day down the shore. And then I picked it on cassette, and I remember listening to it over and over and over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what else? What else can we say about the about you and your history with the Beatles? Like, I'd like to ask you, you know, because this podcast, everybody knows how short it is. So we're pr- we might even be able to break it down into a part one and a part two. Because I'm curious how you know so much about the Beatles. Like, do you remember when you were a kid? When you started listening to the Beatles and got exposed to it, and who exposed you to that type of music initially? Well, I, I was 15 when I first got into Paul McCartney and the Beatles. It was actually uh, my brother that got me interested in that, first of all, a couple years before that, but I didn't really get too interested until I was about 15. And then I got some CDs, you know, that year, same year. It was it was 95, actually, when I was 15. My, my first actual McCartney CD that I got was Tripping the Live Fantastic Highlights, which was, <laughs> which that, that actually came out in 1990. It was, it was about his world tour. Okay, okay. Which was from, from 89 to 90, about September 89 to, I think, July 90. It was all different selections from the tour, different cities they were recorded in, different, you know, all the songs were recorded different places. So it was a, a, a compilation of live songs. I think it came out in November. It actually was released November 5th, 1990. I just found it in its discography. Yeah, well, it has a ton of songs on it, yeah. Bruce. Well, because it, it was actually, it, like, it was originally a, a, a double album. And then they also had a highlights version, which was, which was just, just a single disc. <laughs> and then I had the highlights one first. Then a few months later, I got the double album. Oh, boy. So there's even more on the double album. So you got exposed to this music, to these Beatles songs, through live versions? Yeah. Well, I I actually knew the Beatles songs from growing up, too. And hearing them on the radio and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that's how I first heard them. Okay. And then they were also on his album that he did live. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Wow. 
There's more to talk about, Bruce, and I hate to cut you short, but this is micro break. There's a whole point of it is to be short. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we've already got to cut out a whole bunch. Probably exactly what I'm saying right now will be cut out. <laughs> so I just want to thank you again for being a guest on my podcast. I really appreciate it. It's an honor to have you here. I'd like you to come back maybe next week and talk a little bit more about your musical history and growing up with the Beatles. I think it's kind of a cool subject to, to get into someone's mind about it and somebody that knows so much about the trivia, too. Too bad I can't test you. Maybe I could. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll find a Q&A about the Beatles and see how many you know. and then our fans can play along again this is michael j mayone i was here with my stepson bruce my wife's older son bruce he sure knows his shit about the beatles don't forget to come back next week because we're going to have more of the beatles more of bruce and more of micro break catch you on the next one you've just listened to micro break with your host, Michael J. Mayone. Please remember to subscribe before you go, and we'll catch you on the next one.